DJ Playboy. <laughs> What's good, Josh? Your man, DJ Playboy, back with another episode of the Perfect Talk Podcast, man. You know I don't like doing an episode without my dog, my partner, my guy. Girl, scream like I'm Keith. What it be, Reggie? Good morning, sir. <laughs> what it is, man? How you feeling? No complaints, no complaints. Early morning grinding like always, but you know I love doing this podcast shit, so it don't stop. It don't quit, baby. Yeah, yeah, man. Always on, always on the grind, always find the time. Make time. Hell yeah, hell yeah. What your weekend looking like, though? What you been up to, man? What's a, what's a typical Keith weekend? Uh, Baby shit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, mostly fixing shit. Like, it's just, it's like the uh, thing about them, I become that old repairman from one of them old black shows. Like, I I become book, bookman pretty much. I put on my, <laughs> put on work boots. Literally, that's what it is. I put on work boots. I put on my pants that I don't mind messing up. Mm-hmm. Uh, sweatshirt from some company retreat from about 11 years ago. Shit like that. Now I just work and shit. Then probably later that day, I just do some kid shit. Do you enjoy the um, repairman, handyman shit at all? Or is you, like, I know Spec like, love that shit. That nigga was doing it when he didn't have to. Was, I'm like, you live in an apartment, dog. Like, it's your landlord job. <laughs> but do you get it? You get genuine enjoyment out the shit or not? Nah? Uh, I, I I wouldn't call it enjoyment in the way like if I went and go go play the pickup game or some shit. Mm-hmm. But it's more like um, it's like whittling wood, I guess. Like it's like when you see motherfuckers whittling, you don't see them having a blast and shit. Nobody ever says, yeah, man. I'll... Meet up with their friends. Like, yeah, man, I was had a crazy orgy. The next dude say, yeah, man, I whittled like five dinner chairs, <laughs> a little table, and a little and, and a little family to sit at it. Like it's more like it's time to concentrate. And honestly, like all that shit from TV shows, where you see a motherfucker pull up into his driveway and mm-hmm. just sit there for like fifteen minutes. Mm-hmm. I, I understand it now. So I guess in doing work, if I do work outside, mm-hmm. it's a little bit of peace. Uh, nobody's fucking with you. It's kind of at uh, like at work. If if you work certain jobs, your boss fucks with you when it looks like you're not doing nothing. Mm-hmm. So if you go find something that keeps you looking busy, uh, keeps you looking busy, but it's not all that painful to you, then you're in a good spot. And I think that uh, work doing certain like construction shit is good because also at the same time I'm saving mad money. True. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, so. that's why I was thinking with the car, like. I, you know what I mean? Like I did the mud flap install on my car, and then I did the uh, the pedal replacement on my bike. Um, I gotta fix one of my my tires on my bike now. Um, but certain little things like that, like you said, it's not the act that gives you genuine enjoyment. Actually, the act could suck in the moment of it, but that accomplishment yeah. of once you've done is like, yeah, right. nigga, I did this. Like you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you kind of want to yeah. take a lap around the ring, you know what I'm saying? But um. No, yeah, yeah. It's, it's a different level. It's not that like video game level of excitement, or like you said earlier, pickup game level of excitement. But I guess it's the grown man version of it. <laughs> yeah, you still get yeah. to do the, the the shit you like to do, though. You still get time for uh, like, I guess your hobbies and shit. I watch TV. That's that's pretty much my hobby. Yeah. I like to just watch movies and TV and shit like that. I get you. Read books. Uh-huh. Yeah, I still get time. Less time, but I, I think it's all about being creative and making time, being more flexible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. shit like that. Nah, what happened with me? Uh, this past week, man, it was crazy. I, uh, I had well. Speaking of the the mud flap install, I don't know if I told you, but I had needed a jump afterwards because I had dumbed out and I was leaving my doors open. Um, and like you know the the, the cabin light, I'm not even realizing that the shit's just killing the battery the whole time. And on what top, you, what was you doing with your car? You got every, all the doors open. And I had the, the trunk shit lifted <laughs> up, trunk gate lifted up. Yeah, it was filming ATL or some shit. You like, no, I was well, skating on it. <laughs> I was using it like because it was weird because I was well, 
you know how we get everything off of YouTube and you learn on the phone. Yeah. So I'm, it was a, it was still summer going into fall. So it's hot outside. So I'd be looking at the phone, but I don't want to just leave the phone sitting on the asphalt while I'm doing something with my hand. So I would just throw it back on the car seat. Or something like that. But then I'm like, oh shit, I don't want to sit in the hot cars. And I'm like, oh, leave the car off and whatever. <laughs> it's yeah. just, it made no sense. So then, but what really fucked me up was because I recently got sounds put in it. And mm. this is the original battery from the car. I never, I bought the car, I had a car for over a year and never changed the battery out. So um, I needed to jump that day. And even that day, he was saying, the dude that came, Triple A comes out, they test your shit. And he was like, yeah, you know, you might need a new one soon. This looks like the original joint, da 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 da. Fast forward two weeks later, um, um, went into the store. I, I was actually doing a delivery. I was ran to the store and I went in, got what I got, came back out. Shit wouldn't start. <laughs> it was me yeah. and my daughter, bro, and the shit just clicking on me. And I'm like, yo, you kidding me right now? So I'm jammed up. I'm like, just stuck on the street. And it, but I'm not that far from my house, like maybe 10 blocks from my house. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So if I really wanted to troop it, I could have trooped it back home. Um, to add insult to injury, right when I realized my shit dead, I can't find my wallet. <laughs> yeah, so I'm like, oh <laughs> shit. And this is uh, this is this ain't the most hood store in the neighborhood, but it's it's hood. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I'm like, hood enough. It's hood enough. <laughs> like you don't want to drop your wallet in there, put it like that. <laughs> Niggas yeah, yeah, yeah. probably not bringing it to the county if they find it. So um, yeah, there's no good Samaritan chase you down. Like, hey, you, you lost. <laughs> You lost your wallet. Are you? Uh, <laughs> I'm chasing niggas down. Like, yo, what you got? <laughs> I look like a coach wallet, nigga. <laughs> nah, um, but uh, so yeah. Long story short, I'm jammed up. I'm like, oh shit. So th- thank God for technology. AAA got a, uh, a whole app. You know what I'm saying? So all my information was on there. I didn't need the wallet to do to, to contact them. But then they keep saying, you know, make sure you have ID when they show up. You have to show ID. And I'm like, shit, I ain't got my wallet on me. I got to finesse yeah. this dude. <laughs> I got to make it speed, nigga. I'm on the app. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I'm sitting there, but I'm like in the back of my mind, I'm like, this nigga might come all the way out and just to make me walk home anyway. Um, yeah. And lo and behold, I'm, I'm sitting, you know, I'm praying. It's funny because I'm like, I'm right in front of a church too. And I'm just looking, yeah, yeah. I'm just sitting there looking at the cross. Lo and behold, the dude in front of me, he drive, I drive a Ford Focus. He drive a Ford Fusion, right? Uh-huh. And... So y'all bonded on that shit like the Ford game, American made, American built. Like I'm wearing New Balances, nigga. I'm made in America, baby. What's up? You know, you already know. Same team, baby. <laughs> now, um, he needed he needed a jump. He yeah. he he ran in the store. He got we had. He came back out. Next thing I know, he's pulling out the little portable jump joint that, that people carry around with them. Which yeah. Um. So I'm seeing him jump his shit, and I'm like, um, yo, let me let me. Act of faith, you know what I'm saying? Let me holler at him. He worst he can say is no, and I'm still here anyway. So I'm like, yeah. I seen him do it, and I couldn't tell if his his joint has to. I turned my um my I had my my AirPods on. And I was listening to something. I turned my my my, my podcast down or whatever. I'm like, let me hear if this shit start up. <laughs> Next time I know he about to hop in the car. I'm like, yo, bro, that shit work for you? I was like, I'm waiting for the same thing. You think you give me a jump? He like, yeah. So he come over. Um, the way that my battery is set up though, he's like, he know where to put the red one. He didn't know where to put the black one. I had seen people jump before, so I'm like, you just got to ground it right there. He didn't believe me for some reason. <laughs> He's like, nah, I think you got to do this other joint. And then, so he tried it, uh, but it didn't work. The first, the, he didn't work the way I said to do it. Then it didn't work the way he tried to do it. Um, he got a, he got a chick in the car. She telling him how to do it. She know how to use it a little bit better than he do, but she don't want to get out the car. <laughs> right. And then she telling him, um, but she got kids in the car and everything. Um, telling him how yeah. to do it. Plus, y'all yeah, was in front of the hood store. This, 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 this. <laughs> she, she don't know what you about. That's some new scheme and shit. Like, can you give me a jump? Ah. <laughs> She like I seen Diamond nigga, <laughs> not falling for that one. But then, lo and behold, right? Some 
Like this chick, like I would never profile her in a million years to have any type of automotive experience. She starts walking by talking to the girl in the car. She's like, I just want to help them so bad because they look like they don't know what the fuck they doing. <laughs> and I'm like, come so on said down. That out loud? Yeah, she was talking to the, to the girl in the car. And, yeah. and I'm like, come on down. We, we accept all everybody. You know what I'm saying? Shorty come over. Boop, boop, boop. Her AirPod fall out her ear. It almost fall into the engine. We got to get that shit out, fish it out. Da, 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 da. Lo and behold, she do get my shit started though. I'm like, yeah. yo, this... This 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 hood chick out of nowhere, <laughs> fucking hood super superhero, bro. Came out of nowhere, just got my shit jumped up. Didn't even like, you know. Sometimes you do something nice to somebody, you kind of linger for the thank yeah. you, <laughs> for right, the accolade. Right. She did that shit. Was like, all right, I'm out. <laughs> I don't like that's yeah. real good Samaritan shit. Word up, where you know what I'm saying? I'm profiling the store, I'm profiling the people in the neighborhood, and then lo and behold, they came and they say they saved me that day. Um, so shout out to them. Shout out to all the good Samaritans out there, and um. Yeah, God is good, man. Sometimes you just gotta keep the faith and and uh you know I mean things work out. So that 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 worked out beautifully. Got the got the battery changed out and everything. So now we we still bumping around the hood, bam, bam. Do you have to get a new battery when you get a sound system? You don't have to get a new battery. What they do is they put a little uh like it's it's this little if you I, I can show you a picture of it, it's like this little like uh cylinder thing that it, it, it powers the bat it powers the sound. Gotcha. But it's it's okay. it's feeding off the battery. So if you have a good enough battery, you can um you just rock off of that. But what people sometimes do is they'll add this other thing. I think it's called a, a capacitor. I'm probably fucking the name up. But that 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 doesn't take as much from the battery. Um, okay. So it's not a, it's not an issue. So I could have had the option. I could have got that, but I just got a new battery because my sounds ain't nothing like that. That's just how bad my battery was. Like my sounds ain't nothing that you need to add some extra shit for. So um. Yeah, oh, I mean, well, fingers crossed, right? Not going. <laughs> My shit don't just conk out on me, but yeah, man, that that gave me a uh, refound faith in humanity a little bit. You know what I'm saying? And right, just right. Like, yeah, shit's good, man. So, yeah, lo and behold, man, you get you, you get down and 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 you can get like stressed out from life sometimes, but it's good to like every once in a while to have that faith in humanity and and it make you want to help people out, pass that shit forward. You know what I'm saying? With it, pay it forward, right? Yeah, definitely, man. I mean. That woman ain't, ain't roll up, man. Ain't roll up and insult y'all. Y'all would have never got that <laughs> shit. <laughs> Yo, but in moment in moments like that, I don't care, man. You can insult my masculinity. Come, I just want to get home. It's like being yeah. locked out. He's like, yo, just get me in. Just climb through this window. Help me out. Like, I don't give a L- fuck. Literally a, a humbling experience because she came on like, you bitch ass nigga. I will slap both of them right now and take all their shit. Let me just jump their battery rock right quick, these little bitch ass motherfuckers. Like, y'all ain't pay attention in tech school, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> man, but uh, let's get right to the to the podcast, man. There's been a lot happening in the past since we chopped it up, Keith. Um, one of the things that caught my eyes, your man... Well, there's a lot of political stuff happening, right? We got midterms right around the corner. What's that? November, right? Early November. Um, so that's coming up real soon. And you just see a lot of political theater. Uh, well, one of the things that I don't know if this falls within that is your man Biden said he's going to uh, well, pardon federal convictions for marijuana um, mm. and kind of in a way, I guess, handle how we move forward on convicting and uh, prosecuting uh, these crimes. Um, which, you know, I, I love any type of legislation that, um, moves towards legalization and I guess normalization of, uh, cannabis and, um, marijuana, not on some, like, I guess maybe if you'd asked me 10 years ago, it'd be on some, yeah, I'm a stoner dude. I'm trying to fucking <laughs> party. But really now it's just like, since I've discovered CBD, 
and just like the health benefits and like I put my dad onto it and just even myself, like just the the night and day, bro, in terms of pain relief. Um, that alone, you know what I'm saying? Just that type of stuff. I'm I'm positive about it. Then just the the decriminalization of something that's not even that bad of a uh I guess a substance compared to a lot of the other substances that are legal and or or or, or given away, you know what I'm saying, in mass quantities like opioids from a from a doctor or some something like that. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. um yeah, I think it's positive. Um one thing I did realize though is nobody's being let out of jail because of it. <laughs> because I don't think there's anybody locked up right now on federal uh marijuana possession charges. I believe everyone that would be locked up on any type of marijuana related federal charges would have an additional charge of probably distribution or selling. Whereas I think and they wouldn't be part eligible. Of this exactly. It would just I'll be possession. Buy a new slick bag. <laughs> he worded that. He worded that <laughs> slickly, man. Nice. <laughs> nice. I think they said there's about um, maybe only 160 people locked up in the entire country on any type of uh Federal, because it's just really not on that level. Federal, they don't they don't deal with it on that level. And people that happen to get jammed up on that level of it is because of distribution of probably mass quantities of some sort. So, um, but like I said, it, it, it's political theater in a sense. Like you just said, it's Biden, you slick bastard. But I guess you got to take kind of like you know what I mean a step in the right direction. Like I said, in terms of I think it's so silly that we do have people locked up on the same thing that people are legally making money off of in warehouses and and you know what I'm saying that have corporations based off of so. Like, would you, would you, would it, would it, would it, when you heard about it, what it, I guess, your reaction? I was like, that's cool. I, I the, well, one of the questions I had is how many people is jammed up to that level on like weed alone? Like, how many people, like, they showed up to the federal court and it's like, hey, you got caught with weed and you, you happen to be driving from New York to Massachusetts or something. So we're going to put you in for how, how much ever amount of time. I, I just didn't know. I was like, damn, more than I thought. Because for him to make a, the president, to make like a proclamation like that, you know, it's a big deal. But now I'm learning that, so, you know, speaking of have you heard, I didn't hear about the fact that ain't nobody in prison. However, I think that uh, probably in the last, probably in the last year or two, Democrats, their their agenda has been like, some of it has been toppled because Things haven't been enshrined in the you know from the le- legislative branch or the executive branch. Like they, they just took it for granted. Like these things are, are normal. So when we just talk about oh certain states are legalizing weed and kind of having fun with it, I think uh, if that's what Democrats want, they need to start putting it on paper. Like mm-hmm. hey, we're gonna this is how we're gonna treat weed stuff, even if it's not a, a um, legalization of of recreational weed. Still, like it's like, listen, we as the federal government, we're not treating it in a certain way no more, mm-hmm. and that's a step in the right direction. We're, and we're going to put it on paper, and I think that's the important thing. Definitely, definitely, bro. Yeah, it's. it's I mean, we we've come a long way. I think we're we're in a blessed uh, position to like where you know, I was a kid. Yeah, you know I mean, like, I guess the way that my parents viewed marijuana, you know, what I'm saying they would they demonized it, you know, what I'm saying, and 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 obviously I have a a totally different view of it now. Um, and there's my even- mom still demonizes the word to my mother is it's uh well I'm talking about my mother but the other day we were talking we were talking we were talking about son you know how you talk about old family friends maybe somebody in the younger generation like yeah you know such and such dropped out of college and I know they're into that stuff I'm like oh what into what smoking weed I'm like just smoking it <laughs> yo it was crazy like, like not, it was the like, molly, not the molly <laughs> not the not the not even distributing it not murdering people for it just like yo just uh, consuming consuming I'm like what like 
five times a day, every day, eight days a week. Not just, you know, a little pop here and there, but, you know, starts at a puff, the next thing you know, you, you lap dancing on the devil, and then that's... <laughs> It was crazy. Like, I know she thinks this way, but sometimes you get reminders of it, and it's like, oh wow, like that—that's where I come from. One Not in a bad way, but it's one like, puff wow, turned you to Little Nas X. Yeah. <laughs> no, Lil, but... Specifically, Little Nas X's character in that in that music video. <laughs> but um, no, but but I I can see how that perception could be. Like if you're from an older generation, which is anything. Like you just we view things differently, right? We view yeah. dating is different than it was back then. So I can see how you're from the old generation. It's something about just I guess marijuana usage doesn't come across like the most productive person like right that's just the the stereotype like if you were to look at somebody from the outside looking in that person could be the most functional addict of all but it's just the aesthetically what's the word i'm looking for aesthetics yeah yeah from the aesthetics of it they they you look like oh this person's lazy this person's sluggish this person's talking a little bit slower this person's laughing at stuff there so it seems as if you it probably comes across as you're a little bit more under the influence, and you really are. Right. Um, if you have zero, so I can see why the perception of it is like that. Um, and then also, it's like if you, it's something that you kind of you do in a bedroom, right? You're not just doing it in the living room, right? You're not just doing it on the front porch. So it's like it's not like going to smoke a cigarette where you could kind of just do it in public. You're kind of doing it in these places where it seems as if you might be doing something a little bit more seedy than it, than it really is. So it just, it's just like, yeah, it's just the old mentality of it, and. I don't. I don't think we really have to make the older generation kind of. You know, I mean, they're gonna view of it as they are. I think it's more so how we move forward. I guess explaining it to our children, right? Like, you don't want kids doing it before their mind develops to the point where they know how to like function and and time management and things like that of that nature. The same. So it's like I guess how we introduce it to the next generation is gonna be the more important part. Um, uh, where we can't under underplay the effects of it to the point where it's like it's not. It's not just something to play around with. It's still a vice that could be uh, destructive to the person that, if they let it. Like anything. Like anything. You yeah, know yeah, yeah, so, yeah. And, and despite all that stigma for all those years, I mean, people used it a lot. And it wasn't just like the underworld using it. Like regular old people were using it, mm-hmm. you know? So despite the stigma, that's the strong stigma, even though that stigma clearly is becoming a lot more weakened. But back then, people, colleges and whatever, you know, how, how, um, stay at home. Uh, parents and all this type of and spouses and stuff doing it uh, in secret though to your point like making it super illicit but uh, good job Biden but you slick bastard you making it sound like the impact was huge <laughs> one thing I always remember Cuomo for and not that I was one way or the other on Cuomo like I never I don't like put these political figures on some type of pedestal of any sort but that nigga did uh, Only, he, uh, except Obama I'm gonna just put him yeah yeah, yeah of course of course yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know what he did as president but you already know <laughs> you go into any chicken spot you see in a Chinese food store you see the joint up there is his God and his whoever their God is and Obama right next to it because they know who their client yeah, yeah well to that point I'm gonna probably learn more about Obama in the years to come of what he actually yeah. did in, in, in the, the, the eight years that he was in office just because I wasn't paying attention and same thing with Cuomo but I'm always gonna remember him as a dude that legalized it in New York, you know right. what I mean? Because that shit changed the game. Um, and it's just, it seems just so silly, but it really is night and day, bro. Like the shit opened up a lot of doors. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's just, it, it, he did it for political theater because he knew what was coming around the corner. But you know what I'm saying? Like, hey, uh, well, I guess we got to, being a pawn in that game worked out <laughs> for New Yorkers, I guess. So, uh, yeah. And it's, it's funny now because it's like open market. Like, 
I remember I'm just driving down the street and I'm seeing this dude roll up a long ass blunt. He got like four people around him. And I remember like back in the day, that'd be kind of something you hold down. I'm yeah. like, it, it almost seemed like he was like, <laughs> he wanted people to see. Like, And the four people around you would kind of make this wall. Like, yeah. you know, stand right here, my man. And you stand right here, make sure nobody <laughs> get that camera shot. You just right here, bite by the belly button. You just. <laughs> that shit was crazy. It, it reminded me of when the nigga rolled the blunt on the, uh, the crate challenge. Well, like this shit was just so <laughs> elevated. Like my man was yeah. not trying to hide it and no. But I'm like, that's just what it is now. And then, you know, I'm like a lot of people I know. They go to the city. They be like, yo, motherfuckers be smoking on the street. And it's like, but to us, it's like night and day because we remember when it was like, a, you gotta sit in the car. You gotta fucking yeah. keep walking around the corner. You know what I'm saying? People want, like it's it's just so different now. So it's like, um, but in a good way, I guess. Because it's- I definitely went when I first started hanging out in Manhattan. I hung out with, um, it was like three, uh, I think like five of us. It was like me three white people and a, and a biracial dude and they had uh, um they had a, a little pipe or whatever they smoke smoking some trees but they did it like right on 7th Avenue Fashion Avenue uh-huh. like it was and and like two blocks uh, down from Madison Square Garden I'm like yo this is what y'all choose y'all don't going on to the one of the side streets <laughs> we not even at the side of a dumpster y'all do it right on 7th Avenue so I think that for people who felt like me like some old uh runaway slave <laughs> that now you could have that freedom I think it's a good feeling it brings some dignity to everybody just a little bit more dignity to everybody where they don't have to be that way for something that everyone is smoking that doesn't necessarily no one's OD'd on weed um, you know and now if you drive under the influence now that should be a punishment but yeah of course yeah, a lot yeah, of terrible yeah. things don't happen yeah, people exactly. Fail classes. That's you. That's the usual side effect. It's like people fail, gain weight, fail out of co- yeah, gain weight, and fail classes. That's it. I think it's funny. It's ironic that the heroin addict across the street is like, well, look at these niggas hiding over there. Why the niggas shooting, <laughs> shooting up in his own arm on the corner? <laughs> look at these slave ass niggas over there hiding from the yo. Man. <laughs> heroin lost this lost his stigma before before weed, which is crazy because no opioid shit. It's like, oh my god, we gotta save these people. That shit was happening somewhere in the middle of of Michigan. We gotta save these people. Da da da. And weed people's in the corner, like just <laughs> shivering in the cold, smoking. Cops handing out syringes, but they want to lock you up, <laughs> lock you up for a pipe. <laughs> Yo, man, <laughs> what's nah. in that pipe? Crack? Oh, you good? You good? That you good, dude son. over there smoking weed, though. <laughs> the whole SWAT team descend upon that shit. Yo, and in uh, more political theater, we seen this week is uh that January sixth committee decide to pop him in. And I'm, I'm I remember when I heard on the news, I'm like January sixth, y'all still doing this shit? Um, because I remember it was a couple months ago they were doing it prime time. They was coming on talking about the committee and their findings. So I was like, where this new? What, what's the new findings now? But we said, you know, midterms right around the corner. Let's get that mm. political theater popping. And lo and behold, what it comes at the end of it, we're gonna subpoena Trump. <laughs> we think we want the man himself, Donald J. Trump, to come and answer questions, which I think we all know is not going to happen. <laughs> um, something else that, you know, I mean, I kind of was just privy. That January 6th committee might not even exist in two months <laughs> if the Republicans get control of uh, Congress. So it's like. And a couple of them are, are not going to be on, like, not going to be in Congress, period. At so. all, right? Yeah, exactly. Right. So it's like. Come on, I, I think now it's like it's, it's political theater just more blatant, or are we just more self aware, or both? You know what I'm saying? Like, because I'm just like, what is this? What is the point of the? He's not going to show up. He's going to use every legal thing in his in his power to delay it 
as long as he yeah. can and wait till the committee's null and void. So it's but just political like, theater is, is nothing new. Mm-hmm. I think part. I think that there's a legitimate part of it. Again, it's that thing of putting stuff on paperwork because you're supposed to, like in theory, like if you read the Constitution or whatever and read how things are supposed to go. Like, imagine TV cameras never existed and media, the free press, like, they exist, but not like that. Like, the, it's supposed to be this courtroom, solemn kind of procedure where even the president, like, if he fucks around, like, it's like, oh, I could deliver you paperwork like any citizen, mm-hmm. especially that you're not president no more. So I guess a, a good chunk of it's legitimate, but, of course, it's on TV. They do prime time. I think they hired, like, a TV producer to be a consultant on the January 6th committee and all that shit to make sure that they get they message out properly doing all the prime time the shit editing and all that and everything yeah, yeah the fo- the footage that they showed that makes sense yeah yeah now I get what they're doing and 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 we should I, the funny thing about January 6th is it what 2 years ago but it's almost far enough away that you could be like, did that shit really? Like, I I had to remind myself that shit happened January 6, 2021 in the heart of the pandemic. Yeah. <laughs> like, I was like, yo, I didn't even want to go Christmas shopping. These niggas, yeah. <laughs> these niggas showed up deep to the, to the you know what I'm saying, to the, to the Capitol. So it's just like, I like it's almost kind of like if we don't keep reminding ourselves about it, it's like, it, it's really easy to forget. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Or... or, or brush under the table or kind of like move on like business as usual. So I do appreciate in that respect to keep reminding just how ape shit crazy that was. But to sit here and pretend as if some type of like arrest or conviction or, you know, any type of legal uh, uh, recourse is going to come of it is, is, come on, we're being silly now. Yeah, probably not, but I think it's important to put this stuff on the, on the record. And I think that that's the importance of it. And I suspect I don't know how much theater the like Liz Cheney has behind it, but it seems that she has a certain regard for like putting this stuff on paper and going through the procedures the way that this supposed to be gone through. I mean, perhaps self guilt. To be to be honest, I learned a lot of shit from the January sixth committee because I, I you know clear. I mean, clearly the January sixth um, insurrection is kind of fucked up. Mm-hmm. Well, not kind of, but it was really fucked up just in the sense of we have a country, we have a procedure, everyone. Their claims that they love America, waving big ass flags and shit like that, but no longer wave the American flag or wave Trump twenty twenty or Trump Pence flags or whatever it is. And uh, part of it's this whole democratic process, and you came and try to interrupt it in a in a violent and kinetic way. I I knew that was fucked, but then there's this other shit behind it, all the coordination, so, you know, people people talking to the president, like, yo, man, you know. Do this and that. You're like, nah, I'm good. This shit is kind of butters right here. And then, like, it's just all, it's just the shit I learned is, uh, and I think, let's say 75 million people voted for Trump. Mm-hmm. Let, if if 5,000 people say, oh, wow, them dudes, I thought it was just like a peaceful protest, maybe people charging to the house, but like, 5,000 of them could be like, oh, yeah, this shit is kind of wild. I'm still <laughs> going to vote for, you know, Trump if he runs again, but. The, the, this ain't right, you know what I'm saying? I could tell my kids about it. When they're taking history class, I could talk to them about it. So, One of the things yeah. that stand out to me, the hypocritical nature of it, is cops died, right? Like, yeah. Brutally murdered or, or, you know, died later or killed themselves later because yeah. of what they seen mm-hmm. and what they experienced. Six months before that, right? George Floyd, it was, it was, it was you know, uh, 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 Black Lives Matter. Then it was, you know, Back to Blue. <laughs> yeah. Then it was like, yo, all right, so we on the police, right? We 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 the Republicans. We rock with the police. Da 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 da. January six happened. Cops die. Nobody cares. Trump gets raided. Y'all niggas is threatening the FBI now. Like all it's right. like, how did what's the flip? Like it's like, so y'all really don't got a side. 
y'all don't really care about cops. Y'all doing whatever is convenient for y'all for y'all message. You right. know what I'm saying? Like, and, and and that to me was the biggest slap in the face because of all the police support that they got. Why does nobody care that them Capitol Police died? Like, them niggas showed up to work. They just, you know, yeah. like, you know what I'm saying? Probably didn't have ample warning about stuff that Secret Service and CIA knew might be coming down the pipe. You know what I'm saying? And, you know what I'm saying? Like, that shit's whack, bro. Like, my man had to kill Shorty on camera. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, it's, his, he shot Shorty on camera. Like, that's crazy. He has to deal with the psychological balance of that. You know what I'm saying? And it's just like, Nah, bro. Like that shit's fucked up to just like, yo, we just gonna brush the shit under the under the under the window, bro. Under the under the rug, excuse me. Because it's just like, nah, bro. It's a, it's like it, to me, it's similar to like just how we forget about the veterans, all the people right. that died in in you know Afghanistan, Iraq, and da 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 da. And then we just you know like, oh, Bush is cool now. He paints. Right. Like, nah, niggas' families is fucked up. You know what I'm saying? People gotta wipe yeah. their husband ass because he came back with injuries that he'll never be the same again. Over what? Over some nonsense. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, nah, we got it. it, it, it that's the part that gets to me. Like, them people who died probably was. I ain't gonna say probably, but possibly were Trump supporters. Right. And you got killed by your own people. That's so. That's the part that I think that is that justice should be served in some way, shape, or form. Yeah. But they trying to do them little convictions. I, I think one of them Proud Boys or, or one of them other groups, or they they got, they got one of them niggas has got an actual conviction this week, and they trying to get more of them. But but even so, it's like you would think for some shit like that, you getting life in prison. These niggas doing two three years tops. Yeah, tops. Yeah. That's like I've ever heard any convictions longer than that. So it is what it is, man. Uh, I guess I guess it's better than better than nothing. I mean, yeah, I mean, that's true. It would be ideal, but it's like the, the chipping away at the people trying to understand that it's normal. Like when somebody in your community, like let's say you live in a community where some of these people live, it's like, oh yeah, that's right, that shit wasn't normal and it was illegal. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, this ain't getting persecuted. Like, they were charged with actual shit that's in the law books. Yeah. No, it's, it's and yeah, to that respect, yeah, because I would be sitting here being like, man, ain't nothing happening, nobody get convicted. So like, yeah, you're right, I'll take what I could get, but it's yeah. just like, come on, man. Nah, I feel you though. <laughs> I mean, it, if I roll, if, if I roll up in there or Black Lives Matter or, or, or the, Shit, the Boys and Girls Club of of uh, Eastern Brownsville. If they showed up to the motherfucker and didn't even break in, they were just like, "Hey, uh, stop this proceeding!" They'd be like, "Arrest these kids, charge them as adults, and five years minimum, all that type of shit." Mm-hmm. Uh, Keith, we getting tight on time, bro. So we are gonna move on to you know my favorite segment, brother. It's called "Have You Heard." Yo. Uh huh. I got a question. Now the question I ask you is how bad you want to know. I hear uh, news articles or headlines and I bring them to the table and ask my bro Keith, has he heard? Uh, Keith, uh, in the, I guess, wake of uh, Hurricane Ian, a lot of footage has come out. And one particular footage is President Biden making a statement uh, that is kind of confusing. Um, it, it was... Uh, uh, out of context clip of Biden that was spread like uh, widely on social media where he says, if you're in a state where hurricanes often strike like Florida or the Gulf Coast or Texas, a vital part of preparing for hurricane season is to get vaccinated now. Everything is more complicated if you're not vaccinated and a hurricane or natural disaster hits. <laughs> um, protect yourself from uh, basically they're trying to find that, that they, they were trying to make it as if he came out with this statement in regards to Hurricane Ian, but what they're trying to find, what they found out was basically that's a clip from 2021 that's being used when the vaccination thing was, um, 
you know, at the, at the forefront, and, and Biden was more so saying, get vaccinated now, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because as hurricane season approaches, it's going to be more difficult. The same thing is like they did in election season, you know what I'm saying? They were like, vote by mail because you wait till November, you know what I mean? Voting might be crazy. So, you know what I mean? Try right, to maybe right. get your... So, I think it's one of those things where it was like, I heard that and I was like, damn, we got to get Biden up out of here, man. Your man's slipping. (laughs) But come to find out, you know what I'm saying? Like, I think you got to report on that because in the the era of deep fakes and and fake news, that's just, you know what I'm saying, abundant now, especially with midterms, uh, you know what I mean, on the forefront. But it did have me fooled. (laughs) It definitely had me fooled. I'm like, this nigga's slipping. (laughs) I didn't hear about that. When you started the story, I was like, what? I was like, God damn. <laughs> nah, it, but it sounded, yeah, because if you heard it, it sounded like he had a stroke. <laughs> it sounded yeah. like he was, like he mixed up his sentence. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know how you say something so much, like get vaccinated, get vaccinated, get vaccinated. He was out on the hurricane front and it was just like, it seemed like he went back to his old playbook. But nah, yeah. it, it was definitely um, taken out of context and, 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 it had me fooled. I ain't gonna front. I was, I was probably like, yo, just get him out of here, bro. <laughs> Your man about it. But, but it does make you think, like, you know, what I'm saying, Biden old as hell. I remember you were one of the first people to bring that shit up <laughs> when we would talk about like before election. Like, yo, he's he is old, bro. <laughs> and it's not like they were grooming. They're grooming Kamala to take the. Bro, I, I really don't know what's going on with Kamala. Like, it's yeah. the that's the opposite, bro. It's yeah. like I, I don't know uh, how to. They locked her I up. I don't have an analogy for that. Shit, huh? <laughs> it's like they locked her up in there somewhere. Like where's she at? <laughs> yeah, yo, it's it's crazy. I think she got in a car accident and like, but it didn't even really make the news or nothing like that. Like it wasn't like no like, <laughs> it's nuts, bro. It's like what do y'all do? I don't. I mean, I, I didn't think that when they put her in the office, I knew it was obviously, you know, what I mean for 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 the look, right? To the, the yeah. yeah, we love minority look, but I didn't think, and be, part I didn't of think it was like this, the per- bro. Part of it was the perceived skill, like she, you know, she she had like a like mad potential. Like she, I mean, her run for president was was whack, but like she had some support behind her when she ran for president. Mm-hmm. She did she did her thing in Congress. She was really good with the cameras and stuff like that. But I guess when you know working in the White House and and making the rules is, is a whole different beast. Yeah, apparently, bro, it's it's it's, <laughs> it's real in these streets, man. Keith, have you heard? Kanye West is wilding the fuck out, bro. <laughs> Kanye West, uh, after a week of wearing a shirt that says uh, "White Lives Matter," um, being, I guess, appearing on LeBron's show, The Shop, on an episode that will never air because uh, he's spewing some of that same hate speech that he's been spewing on Twitter. Um, woke up one day, just anti-Semitic. Um, but apparently, it's not one day because I think Van Latham was like, "Yo, he was talking this Nazi shit back when he came to TMZ, talking that slavery is a choice shit." Um, yeah, so Kanye's having the worst week ever. JP Morgan is like they're gonna uh you know part part ways with uh the Yeezy brand. Um Adidas is thinking about possibly uh, you know separating themselves um from him despite all the money that he's earned for them in the past couple of years. Um and it, it comes across as if Kanye's just self-destructing. Um for me, it, it hits different. Um I know someone that I guess suffers from some of the stuff that Kanye suffered from and and lived with them. So when I see these like self-destructive uh tantrums or just uh just periods of his life it reminds me of 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 that person and i guess i also i kind of have a little bit of sympathy for it because i know how from the outside looking in it just seems like yo this person's wilding but it might be a little bit out of his control now that's not to excuse none of his shit kanye's a wild boy and i think he's corny for everything that he's doing 
Um, I'm, I actually am not a huge fan of Yeezys, mostly because I couldn't afford them when they came out. <laughs> so I was like, fuck that shit. But uh, even now, it's like, as I could, I don't really like them because I don't, I, but I'm not really drawing the things that everyone's wearing and everything like that. But um, with that being said, it's just like, this is someone that's obviously suffering from something. <laughs> it, it's, but there's another part to it too. That I'm going to let you speak on your part, but there's another part to it too. And that's why I like reading books because you get a lot of information that's not like, publicly put out there and rick ross had a book that came out last year there's a chapter in it where he talks about kanye he talks about how he linked up with kanye when he was doing that presidential election shit and one of the things that stuck out to him was rick fox was there as one of kanye's lackeys and rick that shit bothered rick ross a lot he's like why is rick fox here <laughs> like he was not, he was just so like uh like like weirded out by rick fox being there and then he, but what he came across in that time was he realized that kanye will do whatever it takes to have the media talking about him because to him, that's social currency. So whatever wild thing he could drum up, whatever situation he could do, they like sit there and, and try to war room it out and be like, oh, well, what's going to get the most attention? What can he do? And you see it. Like, he's like, all right, I'm going to wear a White Lives Matter shirt. I'm going to just start saying, you know what I'm saying, anti-Semitic shit. And it's just like, bro, there's no, you have to do shit you can't come back from. Like, niggas don't even like your music like that right now. Like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So it's like, I don't know. But it is a little sad to see. I'll let you talk on it, Keith. Yeah, I feel like Kanye would latch on to anything that would just get attention. I, I had, I, I've always had doubts that if he really, like, in his heart believed this stuff versus, like, the reaction that these things would get. So saying stuff like, oh, I'm going to get on the Jews next. Although certain, certain parts of, of um, <laughs> certain, certain, certain factions of black life and certain factions of Jewish life, they've been at... at, at um, like rivalries internally, like that won't be out there in public. Like the, those riots in Brooklyn, you know, mm-hmm. we came up, came up in Brooklyn. I don't know how uh, popular it is nationally, but you know, things like this have happened. Nick Cannon, and, uh, some comments he made, you know, with the professor uh, Griff on his, on his show. That was right. one of the similar things. Yeah, now it, it's like a, it's a history of it. Yeah, yeah. So, like, I, I just feel like he knew, like he knew that that would get mad attention, or even uh, going for Trump or wearing a. Um, uh, a MAGA hat and, and all this shit. Like, I just feel like he knows that it's going to get a rise out of people. And he was the dude who said, oh, uh, George Bush don't like black people. Mm-hmm. He, I think he intellectually, he's smart. He knows what what Black Lives Matter is trying to do. So in wearing a White Lives Matter shirt, I know he, he knows what he's trying to do. Mm-hmm. 100%. Yeah, it, it's yeah. all planned out. Like, he, he had a picture with Candace Owens. Candace Owens just dropped a documentary anti-black lives man you know what i'm saying so it's like yeah. he's 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 reaching out but it's like that shit is cool when it looks organic not right, when it right. looks you know what i'm saying like you try hard right now you know yeah, what i'm saying yeah. <laughs> that was your lyric dog <laughs> yeah when you try hard you die hard so it, yeah it definitely appears that's the thing it just the way like the george bush the george bush don't like black people in a way it was trying hard but like he had the 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 the, the um the platform, so he's like, right. it, you know, it seems that he was genuine and it felt true and stuff like that, and I believe him. Half the stuff he says now, probably more than half, like I just, I just don't buy that he's like in his heart, like is behind this stuff. He should have hired Mike Myers to like always react to him, <laughs> <laughs> to bring back that fire he had from back then. Uh, Keith, have you heard? Let me get to a good one, man. Your man Antonio Brown dropped the Tupac picture of Giselle, him and Giselle. 
hugged up. It looks like after they Super Bowl win, man, in regard, I guess in response to the Tom Brady and Giselle divorce rumors, uh, <laughs> what do you what do you say to that man? You let a man in your house around your kids, and and and, and then he posts that. But then some people are like, why Giselle take the picture? <laughs> but it wasn't after Super Bowl. The no, no, it wasn't. It was after some win. Right? It was after like, a big win. Yeah, it was after a big win. Mm-hmm. Shit like that happens. Like, yeah, well, yeah, I mean, it was just this Kobe's I mean, wife is hugging. Other uh, Laker players, it's like it's, yeah. it just happens. That's that's not that's not the most scandalous thing. Him posting it, and, yeah, and that's the, a scandalous thing. Yeah. I mean, Tupac was. I remember, man, back then I was. I think before Tupac died, I was telling y'all cats, man, back when we was preteens, that yo, this dude is crazy, man. People were like, what? This dude is a genius. I'm like, nah, this nigga's crazy. Antonio Brown is bugged, man. I don't. I mean. But uh, right before that, I think, he, right before he posted a picture, I think the reason he posted the picture was in response to, like, people were roasting him for pulling his penis out of a swimming pool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he got in trouble. Well, he got in trouble, but yeah, he got in headlines for that. Yeah, um, he got headlines for that, and then he, I guess he responded with the, the Giselle, him and Giselle hugging photo. Which, <laughs> it's, it's like, what do you, what, what do you do? <laughs> like, it's like, when him and Kanye do this stuff, it's like, the response is stop giving it attention. yeah. But it's it's they're just such assholes that it's just like the the camera's just drawn to them. Like you just we like to laugh at clowns. We like to see people self destruct, unfortunately. Yeah, yeah. And they're doing a great job at it. You know what I'm saying? It's just like, but 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 it, I just don't want it to reach the point where we're just like, oh, it was funny until they crashed their car off a mountain. You know what I'm saying? It was funny until they shot themselves in the head. You know what I'm saying? And that's where I'm like, well, are we wrong for laughing? And but I'm sure there are people that's trying to help them, right? It's just probably me. And then after, what happens, I don't know what AB suffers from, but it's yeah. even in the Kanye thing. It's just like, you get frustrated with trying to help somebody when you feel like you help, you trying to help them more than they trying to help themselves. Yeah. I, I don't know if it's because I'm older that I, like it hit a point where I stopped laughing. I think the point at which I stopped laughing, it was the last time I laughed at AB was when he burnt his feet in, in the ice uh, oh, thing, yeah, in yeah, the cryo yeah, yeah. thing. But then after that, it was like, damn, man, this dude, AB a, 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 is bugging. Kanye... I stopped laughing a, a while. I can't think about the last time I just stopped laughing. It might have been right before the, the MAGA stuff, like when uh, Trump was making his run. Mm-hmm. After that, I was like, damn, man, like, shit. Dude is wilding. Somebody said something crazy about the uh, the Tom Brady shit. They was like, yo, Tom Brady, he about to get the bag from TV, right? He about to retire. Mm-hmm. He about to be solo dolo. Why not get divorced right now <laughs> while she's the breadwinner? <laughs> <laughs> you make it out, you know what I'm saying? Now you got your money and your freedom, <laughs> and you might be getting alimony <laughs> off of that shit. Well, as fucked up as it is, I mean, I don't know if Tom Brady and his team are thinking this way, but there's a lot of people that take that takes care of Tom Brady's financial interests, so I wouldn't doubt that they might be thinking of it like that, like, Tom, we may want to go now. <laughs> it's possible that they didn't even necessarily... Maybe they told him the reason once and said, all right, we'll leave it at that. You handle your emotional stuff. You take care of yourself. But I'm going to let you know this is how we moving. Word He's up. He's like, fine. I'm just going to leave the sense. CD of Project Pat playing. She don't want to be saved. <laughs> <laughs> and we just going to leave it at that, dog. Yeah. <laughs> handle yeah. yours, Tom. You know what to do. Out of Word. fact, with the, with the above the rim shirt on, they gave him the duffel bag. Handle that, Tom. Handle <laughs> that. <laughs> Yo, man, I see little man photo bomb in the set, so that means that we are tight on time. We about to get up out of here. Keith, it's always a pleasure doing an episode with you, brother. Um, where can my people find you at on social media? Instagram, me and my underscore thirty five. 
Awesome. Tell your people they can find me on Instagram at Plickapeasy, P-L-I-C-C-A-P-E-E-Z-Y. Also follow Perfect Talk Podcast on Instagram at Perfect Talk Radio. Follow your man DJ Playboy on Twitter at DJ Playboy because I'll be dropping them knowledge gems all day, every day. Check us out at www.perfecttalkpodcast.com for every episode of the Perfect Talk Podcast. Uh, You got my show, The Night Shift. Also my other radio show, Money Talks Radio that I do with my brethren, DJ Show. You know what I'm saying? We out there, so make sure you check that out um also check me out this uh october 29th i'm gonna be in poughkeepsie with my homegirl ao niche rock for the halloween joint you know what i'm saying i'm gonna do a little party promo up here keith we're gonna bring that <laughs> that radio vibe to the to the podcast game but yeah check me out october 29th Werewolf be bar mitzvah. Let's go. <laughs> it's going down man um also every episode of perfect talk podcast available on apple Podcasts, google Podcasts, soundcloud iHeartRadio, radio um wherever your podcasts are available so leave a rating leave a like leave a review check us out on youtube Make sure you subscribe. Make sure you smash that like button. Um, put them notifications on too because we'd like to drop a lot of videos. And we just gonna keep things moving, man. Keith, something I seen in the news this week is your man Damon Wayne's is returning television for a show with his son, Damon Wayne's Jr. Um, on a new CBS comedy. I thought it was pretty cool because like my, my girl just started watching my wife and kids again randomly out of nowhere. So it was like, all right, shit. I guess you know what I mean. I, I, it reminded me how funny Damon Wayne's is. You know, we kind of yeah, like yeah. take it for granted because he's so like in Living Color was so long ago. Shit's still funny, but it's like it was so long ago. You're like, yo, my man Damon Wayne's. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I actually got some. Hope looking forward to that show, but uh, what are you watching nowadays on the tube? I'm looking at Netflix documentaries, sports documentaries. I think they really coming for uh, thirty for thirty's head, ESPN's head. I just watched the um, I just watched the Redeem Team joint. Okay, how's that? That joint is fire, man. Is it's really dope. I like how they did it. Like the showing the Redeem Team story, like why they call the Redeem Team, like how much they suck, the Olympic team. And then I forgot, like, a lot of shit that you forget. And I don't know if it's because, like, right about then is when I was coming of age, 2000, Mm -hmm. 2004, and then going into 2008. But, like, I forgot that Jada Kiss dropped a rhyme about how whack the, 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 you know, why they keep getting blown out. Like, oh, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, so um, all that stuff. And then that, the part, the important part of the story, like Kobe being that important part of the story, like with the Dream Team, they had a bunch of veterans, right? Mm-hmm. They had like all time Larry Bird, uh, you know, not to mention Jordan, but Larry Bird, Magic Johnson, da da da. But like, and by the way, like the best player wasn't the OG in the Dream Team, but here, Kobe Bryant was not just the OG; he was the best player, and mm-hmm. he taught a lot of these younger players a lot of shit. So like, just having it there, and then not to mention that you know, they had the shot of like. Kobe and his daughter, like at the at, in the Olympic Village, talking mm. to the rest of the team, and people. Um, Kobe had this this reputation for not being all that personable, but I feel as if like they showed the players there kind of breaking down a certain wall between um, them and Kobe. Like they showed LeBron cracking mad jokes and Kobe actually laughing and stuff okay. like that. But at the same time, they still worked hard. Mm-hmm. So um, it's a it's a dope documentary, and then. The and one, they had a, have an and one documentary, but so does 30 for 30 ESPN. Mm-hmm. This one is better in my mind. And it, it, yeah, and, and by the way, did you know that uh, and, and one, the, the mixtapes and the tournaments and stuff was still popping in like 04? No. I had I no not. idea. Yeah. I, I, it just left, I, I don't know if it's because just the, the sentence we were, we were in, like we went away theory. to college. I have a theory. Um, and it's funny because you just mentioned it too about the Redeem team. Yeah. I didn't watch television in college. I was right, doing drugs right. and getting pussy. 
<laughs> no, but I, like my, my girl, I was like, how come I never watched my wife and kids? I'm like, I've never like, I knew the show was on, and then I looked yeah. at the years it was on, and I was like, oh yeah, it was in college. Like I remember watching television about three times in college. One of them being the Super Bowl where Janet's titty popped out. And yeah. probably the only reason I remember that was because you gave me one of the wildest phone calls you ever gave me before, <laughs> before that happened. So I was like, it's just locked in my memory. Yeah. And then another time I remember, I remember turning off Hurricane Katrina. Like I remember right. seeing like people like on the roofs and like water being that high. And then I remember just my mind not being like, I didn't, I didn't even like uh, process it. Right, you know right. what I'm saying? Like I just I remember, but like I, I literally didn't watch television that much in college. So that's my theory. A lot of stuff that happened popular culture wise that wasn't in music i probably wasn't on my radar yeah 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 definitely man because i I just I, they showed stuff happening in 04 the and one oh four and all that stuff actually same thing with the the um redeem team joint because mm-hmm. remember it's not just about the olympics it's about like the the u.s team leading up to the olympics okay so the year the the, the previous years leading up to the olympics so yeah man both of those documentaries is dope um the manti Teo joint I didn't mm. see it, but it's, you know, I heard a lot of things about it. So definitely Netflix sports. I didn't watch Dom. Nah, man, it's just too dark, man. I just I feel like I just heard about a white dude eating black people, man. Yeah, just, yeah, yeah. I'm not ready for that shit. <laughs> it's like no, no. You gotta. I was saying you gotta balance that shit out. It's like it's it's energy. As I'm getting older, yeah. I'm realizing the stuff I expose myself to. Like I'm. I can only watch one drug show at a time. I can't watch yeah. like Top Boy and BMF. Like I gotta. Pick <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you yeah. know what I'm saying? Because it's just like. The energy is just like, you know, it's, it's, so I, I do want to watch Dahmer because I'm hearing good things, but I got to make sure I got like three comedies lined up because I got to keep that that joyful energy in there. In the, <laughs> it's Halloween too. You got all these skulls and dead people and motherfuckers. It's like, all right, you just start doing too much of that. You're like, all right, I got to choke a bitch out right now. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> it's like, yeah. It's, uh, nah, but that, nah, that's cool. To, nah, that's, it's, I didn't notice it till recently. I didn't watch any. I watched a lot of sports before college, and then I got back into it after college. But right. I, all them years was a blur. You know what I'm saying? So, right. but man, always a pleasure doing an episode with you, Keith. And uh, tell little man I said what up and uh, say goodbye to the people, brother. No doubt, man. Peace. Peace.